0: playing our song the podcast where your song becomes our song i'm your host robert perry cruz telling you about a song that i really like because i have no other guests but me this week Uh, so this week we're going to be talking about mr blue sky by elo from their double album out of the blue in 1977 Now, Mr. Blue Sky is certainly a song that I really, really love. It's kind of one of the songs that I wanted to make this show about, to just talk about songs that had a real emotional impact on me. And even listening to it again four or five times over the past two days to prepare for the show, every time I listened, it really just made me enjoy life. And this is an example, I think, of a song that really just becomes part of the soundtrack of your personal life and you can just listen to it and have a a feeling. It takes you back to a place that you've been in the past or even a a place that you've never been, but imagine you could be someday really one of those songs that makes it feel like summer is never going to end. And the drive you're on while listening to it is going to lead you to a magical place, but enough about my terrible mixed metaphors. (laughs) Let's talk about the song itself. So, I am not a huge, I don't want to say ELO fan, but certainly not someone who knows a lot about ELO. I know that Jeff Lynne is a British person who did most of the songs from ELO. He still, I believe, tours with one of the other original members, though the rest of them have sort of parted ways over time. They have a very poppy sound, but also they have, a you know, a, a kind of a big sound, an or- orchestral sound. I think when I was reading about them, it sounded like the electric light orchestra was not so much meant to be a discussion that of, of they're some sort of a big group or they have a big kind of electric rock sound so much as they have a light orchestra and they're playing electric instruments as well, light orchestra being a small, a small orchestra. And I certainly know some of the bigger hits like Don't Bring Me Down, Bruce, uh, Evil Woman. I think those two are more indicative of of, uh, more of a pop sound that they had later on whereas I see Mr. Blue Sky really falling squarely in the giant bombastic camp now I was a little nervous in in researching this song that it was going to have some sort of a different meaning because I've always taken the meaning to be really what the lyrics say it's a song about just a beautiful beautiful day And thinking of Mr. Blue Sky as just kind of a a term for a great day, great weather, great sun, blue sky up in the air, limitless possibilities. And also looking at Mr. Blue Sky as sort of the personification of such a great day. So it's both describing a scene, but also looking at the character of a great day, sort of come down to Earth to talk to the folks around him and have them talk to him, sort of wondering... Why aren't you here all the time? Or what did we do wrong that you can't be here every day? And I was a little worried that when I researched it, it was going to be about drugs, or it was going to be about no, no. It's it's ironic because it's about a murder of someone, uh, and, and it is not. It it is literally just about a really good day. It was written. It's actually part of a four four part four song cycle called the Concerto for a Rainy Day, and the story goes that Jeff Lynne was in a Swiss chalet, very fancy, to work on new songs for their follow-up album. And it had been really crappy weather, he'd been stuck inside, hadn't really had any big inspiration. And then one day, the rain ended, and it was just a beautiful sunny day looking out over the Swiss Alps, and he was struck with inspiration, and he wrote Mr. Blue Sky and like 13 other songs to make up the Out of the Blue album so the concerto for a rainy day is really a set of songs relating to the idea of just kind of a crummy day and the bad weather and how you feel and think in those times and it ends with Mr. Blue Skies sort of the big ending to the whole piece and it's also the end of that side of the album so it's, it's sort of a self-contained little chunk of songs with Mr. Blue Skies the big the big ending now I again like I said am not someone who's been following yellow a ton I just know a few of their songs. So I really first heard Mr. Blue Sky on a television commercial. And I think there have been periods in time when TV has done a better or worse job licensing songs. So I really brought back to, I believe it was the the mid-90s when Volkswagen, the Jetta series of cars had just an amazing, amazing set of ads using licensed songs. And one of the best ones was The ad for, I believe it was a a convertible beetle. The the, the video is on the website, uh, playingoursong.net, if you'd like to take a look. And in the ad, it's Mr. Blue Sky, you know, a lot of the kind of repetitive thrumming parts sort of punctuating the life of this kind of office drone. And it's done, if you remember the TV show 24, where you have the different the different windows of the different scenes and the different actions sort of going all around to, to the ticking of the clock it's the same idea it's it's different scenes uh, of the the same scene different day in the life of this this office worker this young office worker with mr blue sky in the background you know so starting with the the, the initial drum roll but a bit a bit and then uh, having that uh, thrumming bass guitar and and guitar part behind the mr blue sky lyrics And, again, I think in in the ad they're using the song for irony, the idea of, oh, it's a beautiful day, but it's sort of making fun of the fact that this guy is the same day. He gets up at the same time, puts on a similar but slightly different dress shirt, goes up the same stairs, makes similar but pretty much the same coffee, has pretty much the same but a little bit different work. And then one day when he's going up the escalator, he looks out uh, – so he's going over Skybridge and he looks out and he sees the Volkswagen – uh, convertible whatever the car is and that's that's right when the the Mr. Blue Sky is getting to sort of the the big vocal the vocal chorus at the end where they have the 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 basso and the soprano voices sort of interplaying with each other and it's just a it's a perfect moment in the song because it, it's kind of a sillier part of the song but it really underplays just the grandiosity of the song so the idea of the the office worker looking out and seeing this car and sort of wishing he could be with that car and having that part of the song uh, just sort of nails that feeling of drudgery drudgery and then there's something beautiful to look forward to at least in the form of this car real Mad Men moment and in in listening in watching the ad i certainly was not old enough to buy a car at the time but i just i loved the song i loved the visuals of the of the ad but the the song itself just really wrapped it all together nicely so check out check out that video on the website so after hearing about the song, you know, later on when I had access to uh, digital music, I you know downloaded this song immediately and I've listened to it so it was many 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 times. Now, in terms of just kind of going through the different pieces of it, it is a very poppy song as well as having some of those orchestral those orchestral sections in it. But it is it is very simple, but there's so much density packed into each verse, each Set of chords. Uh, there was actually um, a friend of the show, Chris Hornbostel, had shared a video on on Twitter of another band, uh, just a three piece three piece set, and I'm I'm totally blanking on their name. Uh, so sorry, sorry, Chris. And the the three guys were able to to generate the same sound of ELO just with the keyboard, guitar, and and I think the two guitars. And it was really cool to just see that such a big sound. Could even come from such a small set of instruments, and I'm, I'm pretty sure ELO had had an orchestra. They had multiple singers. They had a, a vocoder, so that kind of weird computery voice. You, you sound almost like a musical speak and spell uh, when you speak into it. But just the fact you could create that sound, I think, shows how how many how many you know layers and how you can just make a big sound just by being really smart with your arrangement. So you've got. This sort of thrumming beat to kind of get you into the mood of the song. And I'm going to say it's a dance beginning just in that sort of repetitive bump, 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 you know, that, that beat behind you as they're getting into the lyrics and just talking about how there's no clouds, just sun. It's going to be a great day. It's not raining anymore and just getting really excited before getting right into that chorus. And there's supposed to be a cowbell, I think, in the back of the song. I almost never hear that cowbell. I'm sure I'll hear it when I when I you know put put the edits together. I always seem to pick up something after I've spent 15 to 20 minutes waxing philosophical about it. But uh, there's where there's a cowbell, or else it's a fire extinguisher. The, the reports I read uh, differ. Kind of in the background, having this this ding 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 behind all of the guitar, uh, and then it gets to that chorus, which is just such a great combination of. Different parts, and I I love that that arrangement. I think one of the I think it was the Wikipedia article I first read describing it as Gibbs esque. So thinking of of the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack with just those high pitched harmonies, uh, I I really equated it more to say Aha's take on me. Just the idea of starting really low with Mister Blue Sky, and then having another part come in a little bit higher. Please tell us why, and then an even higher. You had to hide away for so long with finishing with a falsetto. So- uh, to just really cap it all, to cap it all together. Um, so I, I just, I just love that build up. I think the whole song is really a series of small build ups, and that probably explains why it is such an enjoyable song to listen to. Because it's, it's never, it's never really a downer. It just kind of keeps moving and thrumming and building on itself and being bigger and bigger with the sound, getting to those big orchestral pieces at the end, and it's just oh, so in- intoxicating to listen to it. Uh, one of the things I love about the, the chorus of Mr. Blue Sky, uh, please tell us why you had hideaway for so long. Where did we go wrong? I love that idea that the the narrators of the song or the, or the, 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 the singers of the song are thinking of Mr. Blue Sky or, or imagining Mr. Blue Sky as this dude. And it's like, oh, my God, he's finally back. He came. Uh, and everyone's just gathering around him and telling how much they love him, how they love these happy sunny days. But there's a part of them that also feels like, why can't you be here all the time? Did we, did we do something? Did we offend you? Is some sort of sin humanity has perpetrated to end up on any rainy days, and not have you every single day? And I just think it's a, it's a funny lyric. I don't think it's actually supposed to, to mean anything or to be chiding the listeners for not recycling or you know, <laughs> voting for the wrong candidate. I, I think it's more just the sense of, I wish it could always be this way. Why isn't it always a good sunny blue sky day? Um, the lyrics kind of continue on in describing the cityscape, how everything just looks so much better with the with the blue sky, and you know, continues with those musical pieces, just adding in more and more. Uh, one of the the last verses has, I think, the most instrumentation for one of the the verses talking about how it's been a great day, but here comes Mr. Knight. And again, that personification of almost a person whose name is Mr. Knight who's coming up behind you. He's got his hand on your shoulder. So the sense that again, you have this great, great day, but it is going to have to end. Just like every great thing ends. But how the singer is is, is always going to remember this day. like This day is is the king of blue sky fabulous days that will never be forgotten even as the sun sets. And after that after that verse we have another Mr blue Sky chorus which I again j- I just love the building the building any song that ends up with some sort of fun falsetto and you can just sort of jump between the falsetto and the the normal voice I've all, I've always I, I have a soft spot I have a soft spot for a lot of things and songs but that is certainly one of them if I can sing falsetto and it doesn't sound like I'm just trying to sing outside my my vocal range it is it is it is a hit as far as I am concerned because falsetto is is really the funnest I think the funnest part of the male vocal range so at the end we we get to our point counterpoint choral choral piece so you've got the the, the bassos and you've got the sopranos just sort of singing this counterpoint ba 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 just just going back and forth and just the, the the interplay the vocal play between the two of them you've got the not quite a call and response but it's almost a a, a mix of the high parts, the soprano, the low parts, the basso, and just going back and forth, back and forth, like a little little ping-pong match of of songs and bop-bop-buzz, buzz, which, again, I think just underscores the <laughs> the sort of silly pomposity, the grandiosity of this whole song. I think there's a term for that. I feel like there was some sort of monkish song I learned in music appreciation class back in high school about what it's called when you've got different parts sort of singing some of the melody and then jumping to another part and then jumping back to the other part but i forgot to look it up so i'm not <laughs> i'm not going to pause to do it now so we'll just call it monkey interplay how about that does that sound good tell your tell your teachers see 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 if they have an answer <laughs> you write me if i'm totally wrong uh, so at the end of all of that we have the end of the song we have that great counterpoint ending with just a resolved ah uh, kind of ending the whole thing. You've got your vocoder, Mr. Blue Sky, spread out, spread throughout, so that robotic, Mr. Blue Sky, the sound just throughout. It's, it's featured prominently in the bridge, featured very much at the end. Big finish, very theatrical finish. And then if you're just listening to the single, I believe that is where it ends, that big, big buildup of choral singers and... and so... Um, with the you know, kind of the bringing it down. So sun is setting. You have the strings uh, descending to that quiet last note. And then you have the vocoder, Mr. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm jumping ahead. Uh, but you got that that sort of ending. And then if you're listening to, I don't know if this is the version I have. So I'm not sure if it's this way if you just buy the single or if you have to have bought chunks of the album so you get the whole concerto. But then there's sort of a double Ending to the whole piece. And I used to think it was just another ending to Mr. Blue Sky, but thinking about it and learning more about the song and its place in this concerto for a rainy day, this second ending must just be more of an ending for the entire piece of music, not just for Mr. Blue Sky, which always sort of struck me as odd. I do love the idea of the double ending of a song. I think if you've listened to some of the early Arcade Fire albums, almost every single song and their first album, Funeral, has an ending. And then a little bit more, like another ending. And half the time that ending is a completely different song almost, but it's, it's used to great effect. So I think it's used to great effect here. So if we think about it as sort of the end of the entire piece of music, we get uh, a, different, a different sound effect. So we sort of have this, this, thr- this thrumming uh, guitar part. We have the the vocal chorus coming in and just building with oh, this very church like uh, undercurrent sound continuing to build and build and then we get our string our string orchestra just playing a very fast fast set of notes almost an arpeggio faster faster than slower slower into this dream like drawn out uh, string ending bringing it down. You have your piano and your strings just coming down to a nice ending resolution. And then there's that other vocoder piece. For the life of me, I could have sworn it was always just saying one last Mr. Blue Sky. But again, in looking and researching for the episode, it's not Mr. Blue Sky. It's the voice saying, please turn me over. Uh, because if any of you who know what, know about records who are listening to this you would have two sides to the record. You would have the, you know, the the A side and the B side. And since this was the end of, I think it was the first side on the third, the, the, the second record of the double album. So beside three total. And when the, it was singing that to let you know, this is over, flip, this flip the album over so you can hear the next side of the songs. So again, not something that means anything whatsoever today because you're either listening to a CD or you're listening to an mp3 of the song so there ain't nothing to turn over so i don't blame anyone who thought it was mr blue sky like i did because what when's the last time you flipped over a record I, i don't think i've done that since i was five years old so it was way outside my thought process that that would be what they're saying but just kind of a funny a funny little fact to share with your buds about mr blue sky Now, as big as the sound of this song is, I do want to mention one more piece of it. There's a really cool guitar solo in the middle of the song. Or sorry, not even the middle of the song, actually very early in the song. We usually think of guitar solos as coming as a bridge or coming in the middle and then maybe the end of the song to bring it all back together. But for whatever reason, uh, Jeff Lynne decides Mr. Blue Sky gets a guitar solo right up front, I guess when he wrote this, he was just so damn happy that it was a nice sunny day. He just he couldn't wait to get out his guitar and just sort of noodle around and get some of those nice harmonic harmonic distortion chords going. Just just really just start off with that with a bang. So in any case, uh, one of the things that uh, I think I've hopefully not in too much detail described why I think Mr. Blue Sky is is my song. Just it's a great song. Uh, But why should it be your song? Well, that's a good question. Thank you for asking. I don't know if, moment to moment, any song really can capture the euphoria of a beautiful day. Uh, There are plenty of songs that make one feel very good or really can extend the benefit of having a great day. But I think Mr. Blue Sky, more than anything, personifies that great day. What is it like to have a beautiful day? It's something special. It's something to be appreciated, and it's something that gets your emotions firing on all cylinders. And I can't think of another song that describes that feeling better than just the giant orchestration and optimism and happy, happy sounds of, of this song. So, for that reason, if you're having a crummy day, listen to Mr. Blue Sky. If you're having a great day, listen to Mr. Blue Sky. Your head may explode from, from too much joy, but I, I think you'll be okay. But in any case, if you want something that just just makes you remember what it feels like to have a good day, you need to listen to ELO's Mr. Blue Sky. So, I really hope after listening to me ramble by myself for these past 15 minutes, you consider Mr. Blue Sky to be our song. Oh. Thanks so much for listening to my solo cast on Mr. Blue Sky. I really just couldn't help it anymore. I had to get into the song. We've had a kind of a drought here in Massachusetts, and we had some rain. And as much as you were hoping for rain because you needed the water, uh, so your lawn didn't totally die, so everyone had water to drink, it's still sort of... Uh, you know gives everyone that sad rainy mood especially over the summer so when our sun came out again it wasn't quite so hot we knew we would had a little bit of rain I just this song popped right back into my head and and I, and I had to sing its praises or else my wife would be mad for having made us listen to it time after time after time I had to get this out so thank you for the therapy of uh <laughs> giving me my own podcast or for listening to my show So uh, thank you very much for listening. If you'd like, you can write me at rob at playingoursong.net to share a song that you'd like to hear me talk about, or if you'd like to come on the show as one of our special guests. You can check out the website, playingoursong.net, for videos and links to purchase the songs that we talked about. You can find us on Facebook uh, and on Twitter at uh, playing underscore our song. You can rate us on itunes if you don't mind we'd really appreciate either rates or likes or follows whatever whatever social media you'd like to do to share your support um but anytime someone writes something nice to me on twitter i always try to write back uh, because i very very much appreciate anyone taking the time to listen to my little uh, self-indulgent indulgent experience Uh, so we'll hopefully get back to some more some more guest episodes but uh i I just had to get this one out there so mission accomplished <laughs> we'll be back next week with another song to discuss but until then remember it's your song so play it long and play it loud bye bye